You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Murder Speaks. So I decided to put out another episode this week, so I hope you enjoy it. So today's real crime story is about 31-year-old Lindsay Lee from West Columbia, South Carolina. While Lindsay is working at the bank, she meets Jason Lee. They start dating and eventually fall in love. September 25th, 2010, they get married. And just before the wedding, her parents separated. Obviously, Lindsay was upset about it. She starts to gain weight. Four years into their marriage, Jason starts working out. Lindsay starts working out as well. She meets their trainer, Graham Hockner. He introduces them to judo class. She loses a lot of weight. Within a year, she loses over 100 pounds. Jason decides he wants to have kids now. But Lindsay doesn't. She spends a lot of time training with Graham. And Jason stops going to the classes. And he starts to suspect that Lindsay is cheating on him with the trainer. They separated in April 2016. And Jason decides he doesn't want the house. So Lindsay lives there. Jason moves to an apartment in Simpsonville. They decided they would finalize the divorce in April of 2017. March 14, 2017, Lindsay doesn't show up for work. She worked for the county sheriff's department, and she's usually there early. So they try calling her, but no answer. A co-worker goes to her house and notices the back door was broken into. So he calls for backup. They go in the house, and they find Lindsay dead in her bathtub and her throat is cut, and there were defense wounds. It appeared to be a vicious attack. The police go to Jason's house to tell him that Lindsay is dead. He tells police he suffered an injury, and he took some painkillers and was knocked out. And when he left his apartment the next morning, he noticed his car was missing and assumed it had been repossessed. At the murder scene, Investigators find small pieces of latex, and there were groceries all over the floor. It looked like there had been a struggle. The trainer was the last one to see her alive. She attended his class and left alone to go home. She was at Walmart half hour before she was home and was killed. The police watched the surveillance footage, and they see her shopping which proves she left the judo session alone. They were able to verify her trainer was at home the night of the murder. They begin to focus on Jason Lee. He had money problems, and he was behind on car payments. He was being evicted from his apartment, and his credit card was maxed out. And apparently he was upset that Lindsay was going to receive between $30,000 to $50,000 from the sale of their house. Jason Lee clearly had a motive. One day after the murder, 
A man that looks like Jason Lee was arguing with the patrol police officer. The police officer notices the man has scratches on his face. He runs the plates and it's Jason's car. The same car he told police was missing. Investigators watched the surveillance footage at Walmart. Hours before Lindsay's body is discovered, Jason's car pulls into the parking lot. Then he walks across numerous parking lots in the direction of his apartment. Then Jason's work truck pulls up next to his car. He sits in it for about four minutes, and this could be when he moved the murder weapon from his car to his van. Cameras catch him inside Walmart shopping. The police get a search warrant for his apartment. Investigators find blue latex gloves that match the pieces found at the crime scene. The police get a search warrant, and investigators find blue latex gloves that match the pieces found at the crime scene. Jason's DNA is found all over the blue latex pieces. March 17, 2014, Jason is charged with first-degree murder. He pleads not guilty. It looks like he hid in her house and attacked her when she got home with the groceries. Then he cut her throat and put her in the tub to die. Jason Lee was sentenced to life in prison. I mean, he clearly had a motive to kill this woman. He was broke. And it looked like she had the upper hand. Like she was she was doing better. She was doing okay without him. And I don't think he liked that very much. And this murder was very sloppy. Like you report your car missing, but you don't know that there's going to be surveillance cameras outside of Walmart. <laughs> like, the cameras are going to see you. Like, everything you did, the cameras caught. The cameras caught you moving your car, and they caught you pulling the car truck beside, beside your vehicle. And, you know, you were out and about. You tell the police the car is missing, but then you're out and about driving around in the car. Like... This whole murder to me was sloppy. And then he uses gloves and, you know, he didn't, I guess that that's what sealed his fate. The fact that he didn't notice that there was pieces of latex glove left behind. But this whole murder was sloppy. And, you know, he's clearly <laughs> didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel really bad. I don't know why people think that they can, they can pull off these murders and they're not going to get caught. I mean, there's people who commit murder and they don't get caught for a long time and they think they got away with it. But even several years, 20 plus years later, it catches up with you and then you go to jail. So, you know, don't be stupid. <laughs> he clearly wasn't thinking. He was upset and he wasn't thinking. He didn't think it, he didn't think it through. And now he's sitting in jail. So there you go. I think what happened was they just grew apart. Um, when she met Jason, she didn't have very much confidence in herself because she was overweight and she felt like she didn't have confidence in herself. And when she started losing the weight, which is funny because he's the one that started that whole journey of them losing weight. It was all him. And he kind of got her into it. And then he stopped going. But she began to realize that when she, when she started losing all that weight, she started to feel better about herself and, 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 and her confidence just through just... She had so much confidence in herself. And I guess maybe they grew apart. She realized that they just weren't 
meant to be together and plus he wanted the kids and she didn't so the marriage just fell apart and I guess he couldn't take the fact that she was gonna get the house and she did a good job and her life was going great and he was his life was falling apart but killing killing her is not the answer clearly because he's in jail <laughs> anyway thank you so much for joining me on this week's real crime story if you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, check out my store, crystalkiss.com. That's crystal with a K for some murder merch. Start killing it with Crystal Kiss Murder Merch. Join me again next time on Murder Speaks. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks. Bye.